Shalom, praise God, and uh, good morning. Welcome to uh, Friday morning uh, devotion uh, in this first week of uh, January uh, 2023, uh, where we're going through a Daniel fast uh, for 21 days uh, from uh, the 2nd of January. And uh, you remember that uh, uh, Daniel, in the Daniel fast, he denied himself uh, present things like uh, meat. Uh, actually, he, we are told that he did not even apply all to himself. So it's about denying ourselves, but uh, not just doing that but uh, spending time in prayer. Daniel spent that time uh, uh, praying and uh, we are praying that as we start this year, the Lord will lead us to the vision that he's given us for this year, which was uh, shared by our presbyter uh, on Sunday the 1st. Uh, which is about increase, preparing for increase and expansion. And uh, we used uh, the book of Isaiah uh, 54. I can just read the first, uh, the, the first two to four. Enlarge the site of your tent. Uh, stretch out the curtains of your dwelling. Do not spare them. Lengthen your tent ropes and make your pegs or stakes firm in the ground for you will spread out to the right and to the left and you, your descendants will take possessions of nations and will inhabit deserted cities so uh, god was uh, uh, telling the israelites to enlarge their place make loom for more because God was going to enlarge them and because they dwelled in tents uh, if you needed now if you are to get more children then you would need to enlarge your tent so that uh, the bigger family can fit in and uh, to enlarge it uh, you have to use the material the, the tent material so you have to make a bigger material. So you're told, stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare them. So you need to use more material. Lengthen your tent loops. There were loops that were used uh, uh, to tie up the tent. Of course, if it's bigger, you need to lengthen them and make your pegs uh, or stakes firm in the ground. Of course, to hold something bigger, it needs to be firmly held on the ground. So uh, that is uh, our theme for the year, or our word for the year. And uh, we have been going through uh, various uh, ways of uh, getting this increase or expansion. And today, uh, we're going to look at uh, planning uh, for the increase. And I want us to pray as we begin. Mighty and everlasting Father, in Jesus' name, I want to thank you for this good opportunity. 
that you've given us to share your word and to pray this morning. I'm praying that, uh, Father, you lead us and you guide us by your Holy Spirit and you speak to each one of us at our very point of need. This we pray trusting and believing in Jesus' name. Amen. So uh, the topic is planning for the increase. And my name is Joseph Yeshuru. So uh, we have already said that uh, God is going to increase us. Uh, but uh, it will not just happen. Uh, we need to plan for it. Eh? It's just like uh, the way God put potential in a seed, that uh, that seed, when it is planted uh, and taken good care of, it will uh, uh, generate uh, a lot of production. That's where you get the abundant uh, harvest. Uh, so there's the work that uh, uh, goes to the seed to transform it into the harvest. And First uh, uh, Corinthians uh, 15, 36 to 37, uh, was talking about how the seed needs to die. Uh, and then, okay, maybe I can read it. Uh, you fool, every time you plant seed, you sow something that has not come to life unless it first dies. The seed you sow is not the body or the plant which is going to become, but it is the bare seed, uh, perhaps of wheat or some other grain. So there's quite a lot we have to do to get the increase. That seed, if it just remained, it will just remain a bare seed. But for it to get the increase, it has to go into the ground, die and uh, be uh, a plant will come out and it will uh, be taken care of until it now yields uh, its, pro, its fruit. Mm. And so uh, equally uh, uh, for this increase to happen, there's work to do. There's quite a lot that we have to do. Otherwise, uh, we can keep singing from this January uh, to December, increase, increase, and not see it. <clears throat> Let's look at uh, the book of Luke, uh, chapter 14, verse 28 to 33. Uh, it says, For which one of you, when he wants to build a wash tower, does not first sit down and calculate the cost to see if he has enough uh, to finish it? Otherwise, uh, when he has laid a foundation and is unable to finish, uh, all who see it will begin to ridicule him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish. Or what uh, king, uh, when uh, he sets out to meet another king in battle, will not first sit down and consider whether he is strong enough with 10,000 uh, men to encounter the one who is coming against him with 20,000. Uh, or else, while the other king is still a far distance, he sends an envoy and asks uh, for peace, uh, for terms of peace. Mm. 
Yeah. So, uh, and uh, Jesus was talking this uh, uh, about the cost of being his disciple so fast that Adris tells us, so then none of you can be my disciple who does not carefully consider the cost and then for my sake give up all, he ha all his possessions. So even the following Jesus, you have to count the cost. You have to look at what do I need to do? And... Uh, uh, when we talk about cost, uh, uh, cost is the bottom line. Uh, if you do a budget, you don't do a budget without having looked at uh, the many variables uh, or the activities that you're going to get into uh, at uh, which will give you that cost. So the cost is the summary, is where everything meets. And so when God is t talking about counting the cost, like uh, if you are going to build uh, that wash tower, uh, you know you have already decided how big that wash tower is. Uh, you have agreed uh, uh, what kind of material that you will use. You have agreed what kind of finish. And uh, uh, based on that, you have looked at the cost of materials. And so counting the cost uh, encompasses uh, very many things. And uh, I want us to uh, look at uh, uh, six questions uh, that uh, uh, we should ask ourselves. And these are questions that uh, even uh, business people ask themselves uh, when they are planning for increase. And so these are uh, uh, questions we should also look at for our lives and also our church or ministry. So in other words, uh, we are drawing a parallel with the, uh, the physical world that we live in about how people plan for increase eh, or plan to do something big. So... Uh, the first question is, where are you now? What is your current situation? So if you don't know where you are, then you might not even uh, be bothered to uh, look at uh, getting to a different place. Yeah. So you have to look at where you are. Maybe if you are staying in a single room, increase might mean getting a second room. So that is your current situation. So you have to look at your current situation. And uh, I may not read, uh, but uh, I want us to use the story of Nehemiah, uh, which is quite famous and many of you know it. Uh, for Nehemiah, uh, when one of his brothers called uh, Hanani and some men from Judah came, and he asked them about those uh, uh, who had escaped and survived the captivity. He asked them about Jerusalem. And uh, they told him about how the people who are still in, the, in Jerusalem were in great distress because the wall of Jerusalem had been broken down and his gates had been uh, burned by fire. Uh, so 
he wanted to know what is the current situation. And even when uh, uh, the gracious God was with him, uh, and uh, the king around him to go and build the wall, the first thing he did, uh, we see that in Nehemiah 2, was to inspect the wall. So he went inspecting the wall. He needed to appreciate what is the current situation. Uh, uh, how how is the foundation in in uh, this gate? Because there are so many gates on this side. How is the the wall? So uh, I I am sure that uh, as we talk about increase, there are areas where you feel there things have not gone well, and so you will look at the current situation. Uh, this area of ministry I have not done well. This is, I was meant to do this, I didn't do this. This was meant to happen, it didn't happen. So, uh, in the business world, they talk about situation analysis, and uh, some will use uh, techniques like uh, SWOT, that is strength, weakness, uh, opportunities, and threats. But I don't want to go into uh, the business language. But uh, uh, for you and me, can we ask ourselves, uh, what is our current situation? Uh, even before thinking about uh, the, the, the areas that uh, we are to expand, that uh, we will use our situation analysis to help uh, uh, decide on the uh, next steps that uh, we can make. Number two, question number two, how did you get to where you are today? Uh, what are the factors and decisions that led to your current situation? Because you cannot resolve a problem uh, or resolve a difficult situation unless you have the courage to face the current fact, squarely, whatever they are. There is usually a cause for situations. And uh, uh, even uh, uh, Proverbs 26, 2 tells us, like the sparrow in her wandering, like the swallow in her frying, so the curse without cause does not come and are right on the undeserving. So even when they are curses, they have come because there is a cause. Otherwise, if there is no cause, uh, that co that curse might be there, but it will not touch you because there is no cause. And uh, uh, Nehemiah uh, realized why uh, the people uh, were in a very bad situation, why even the wall was broken. And uh, when uh, because he realized what had happened, uh, the cause of uh, the situation they were in, the first thing he did uh, in Nehemiah 1, and we see uh, from verse 6, he confessed the sins of uh, Israel. And uh, he talked about the sins they have committed against God. Uh, I, and he said, I and my father's house have sinned. So he appreciated what had happened. Uh, to bring them to the current situation. He said, we have acted very corruptly against you and have not kept the commandments, 
know the statutes, know the ordinances which you commanded your servant Moses. So, uh, when uh, we have uh, examined our situation, we can see why we are where we are today. Even as a church, uh, we may be talking about uh, 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 a lot of empty seats. Can we examine uh, why are we where we are? Uh, what are the factors and uh, decisions that we have taken to lead us to the current situation? Is there something that we have done? So there's need to check what what is it that uh, has made us uh, uh, to get to the situation. And when you now understand what it has been, most of the time it might be somewhere we have missed God. And so we are able now to repent of it, just like uh, Nehemiah was saying, these things have happened because they have acted corruptly and wickedly. They have not kept the commandments, nor the statutes, nor the ordinances that were commanded uh, uh, through this, this, uh, through Moses. So uh, it's important to appreciate why are we where we are. And then number three, uh, where do you want to go from here? What do you want to accomplish? So uh, after you have looked at uh, uh, where you are and what has brought you to or has made you to be where you are, then you can now say, I don't like where I am. I need to uh, uh, go to a different place. And uh, so this is where you are asking yourself, where do we what do I want to achieve? What do I want to accomplish? Uh, where do we want to go from here? And uh, most of the time, we ignore the first two steps and uh, we start here. Where do we want to go? Yet, you don't even appreciate exactly where you are and what has brought you uh, to where you are. And uh, uh, last week, a friend of mine asked me about uh, my plan for my spiritual walk with God. And the question could not have been uh, more relevant. And it made me begin to think with the number about the number one that I have shared. Looking at the current situation, uh, or the situation analysis, and number two, the factors that have contributed to the situation. And uh, I had clear ideas of what I want to see uh, in my work of ministry and in the ministry where I serve, which is Crisco City Church. Uh, but uh, as I was talking about it, I realized how important it is to contextualize the way forward uh, so that uh, one can fully appreciate what needs to be done you know, to appreciate number one and two, that uh, this is where we are because of this. Uh, then even as you want to say, this is what we want to do, you are able to put this into uh, uh, context. 
and uh, it is important uh, to go through this prayer free as we need to know the mind of God. You know, when we say, where do we want to go? We can uh, say where we want to go in a carnal way, but uh, that might not be aligned to the will of God. Because uh, uh, when we are serving God, uh, we need to know that which is the good, perfect, and acceptable will of God. Some of the things we may want to do may not be the things that uh, will lead to the outcome that we want. And uh, that's why in Jeremiah 33, 3, uh, we are told, Call to me and I will answer you and tell you and even show you great and mighty things, things which have been confined and hidden, which you do not know and understand and cannot distinguish. So this 21 days of fasting provides an excellent opportunity to call on God that he can reveal to us things that we do not know, things that we do not understand. Maybe I can give an example. You may be concerned about alcoholism in uh, your relatives or in the community uh, uh, near you or where you have come from. Uh, but if you do not get a revelation on the root cause, you may spend donkey hours praying, but uh, you may not see the change, as the root has to be dealt with uh, before the tree can fall. I'm, uh, I'm talking uh, figuratively. If you want to uh, get a tree to fall, and uh, for the, that tree to be no more, you have to even deal with the roots. And so if you don't know the root cause of an issue, you might just be fighting it and it still continue sprouting. I mean, you cut a tree and it still continues to sprout. But if you remove it with the roots, then it will not sprout again. I do not have time to go through this, uh, but uh, it is important uh, to seek God. He's telling us to call on him. And uh, he will tell us uh, uh, great and mighty things which we do not know and understand and cannot distinguish. Uh, so let us not just decide what we want to do. Let us be led of God to know exactly what we need to do. I want to move uh, very fast because I had said we look at six. Number four, how do we get from where we are today to where uh, we want to be in the future? What are the steps uh, that we need to take? So after appreciating the three dimensions above that uh, we've just talked about, you can now come up with a plan of what you will do. And uh, uh, this is what I was talking about uh, in the beginning, uh, the book of Luke, where, which we have led, about counting the cost. Eh? That, uh, uh, let's say, if you want to uh, uh, get piped water to your home, uh, counting the cost means that uh, you will determine the activities and the materials to be used. 
maybe you have to make an application to the water company uh, you might need to buy 100 meters of piping going by the distance or whatever length you have to engage as um, uh, labor for particular number of days for digging the trenches etc so even for things of god there are steps there are activities to be ad- outlined as part of the plan so once you have determined what you want to do for god and determined that uh, prayer free you can now light down the steps that uh, maybe if uh, you want to uh, to minister in uh, maybe high school so we will get contacts uh, of uh, teachers in a number of high schools that we are interested in we will get their character and uh, uh, so those are activities you are writing out and uh, we will uh, be scheduled and uh, we might need uh, to discuss with the youth ministry uh, because it may help as we go to the high school to go with the people who are more nearer their age. So these are the steps or the activities that you need to take. Number five, uh, sorry to move very fast. What obstacles will you have to come to overcome? What problems will you have to solve? Mm. Of all the problems or obstacles standing between you and your desired future outcomes, what are the biggest or most important? What are the critical constraints or limiting factors for growth? So there are always obstacles to overcome. And uh, sometimes it could be even yourself, maybe your character, maybe some of the limitations that, are we, that, are, that you see yourself having. Maybe you want to preach and uh, you get stage fright or you stammer. Uh, so it's good to uh, identify the obstacles so that you can take them to God in prayer. Uh, Presbyter uh, talked about the story of Jabez uh, Sunday, And Jabez was named that way uh, because his mother said he gave him birth in pain. I believe this was not normal pain because uh, uh, all births are painful, but uh, when he would name a child uh, that way because of pain, it must have been uh, extreme pain. And Jabez realized that he had obstacles to overcome. There were evil pronouncements that he had to overcome. Uh, And uh, even for today, uh, there are many people who are held by the obstacles emanating from their childhood. Areas where they had no control, but that thing will continue to limit the person. Jabez, appreciating his major, major obstacle, and the Lord uh, uh, called on the Lord, and the Lord helped him. He cried to the uh, uh, to the God of Israel, say, "Oh, that you would." In- indeed bless me and enlarge my border uh, uh, and that your heart will be with me and you keep me from evil so that it does not hurt me and God granted his request so once you know this is the obstacle 
then those are the obstacles even in this week of prayer and fasting that we'll be taking to God in prayer because uh, those obstacles may keep us from uh, achieving uh, that uh, which we desire to do even for God. Uh, the final one is number six. What are the additional knowledge, skills, or resources that you require to achieve uh, your objectives? And uh, we started with knowledge. For things of God, we need knowledge. And you know, uh, Hosea 4, uh, verse 6 says, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Uh, uh, because you have rejected knowledge, I will also reject you from being my priest since you have forgotten the law of your God. I will also forget your children. God wants us to have knowledge. And uh, this is knowledge of the word of God uh, because it has instructions for every area of life. So we need to prayerfully study the word of God to get knowledge. Mm. And uh, uh, there may be need to procure materials that uh, will help us acquire this knowledge. Sometimes even paying for courses uh, that uh, will be necessary in order to achieve the goal that we are seeking uh, to achieve. And uh, for the skills, these are acquired through practice. If you want to witness or to preach, you acquire that skill by doing. You can never acquire the skill for witnessing uh, by just thinking about it. Because when you now practically go to witness, that's when you will realize uh, the better ways of approaching people. Uh, uh, and uh, how to deal with different kinds of people. Uh, even when uh, you want to preach, you start by preaching to smaller congregations, to uh, maybe even your household, and then you take it up to the higher level. You are getting the skill. And the first time may sound uh, quite unsatisfactory, but with time, you perfect the skills and get the confidence. So uh, this was uh, uh, quite uh, uh, quite big, and uh, I may not have been able to go to depth because of time. Uh, but uh, you can uh, 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 listen to it and uh, take the titles that I have given and uh, fill in uh, the details. Uh, regarding the things that you want to do for God, the things that you want God to do in your life, put those details and uh, then uh, you will make a good plan that uh, will help you achieve the increase that God has promised uh, to give us this year. Let's go before God in prayer. Mighty and everlasting Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you thanks and we give you praise for the word that you've given us uh, uh, this year, O King of Glory, and that uh, you are going to increase us, you are going to expand us. And Lord, uh, today we are looking at how we can plan for this increase. Lord God Almighty, uh, we look at uh, 2022 and the years that have passed, 
we can be able to appreciate uh, what our current situation is and uh, uh, what is uh, going well, what is not going well. And uh, upon examining and appreciating the current situation, uh, we can also at the same time be able to appreciate why we are there. And uh, as we appreciate why we are there, there could be things that uh, uh, we didn't do right and uh, that has resorted to us being in the situation we are in. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus as we plan for 2023, the year of increase, you will help us to be able to identify uh, why some of the things that uh, we need to change have been the way they are that uh, we will repent and uh, uh, get the lilies to be able to move forward, O King of Glory. And uh, uh, Father, we do not just want to decide what uh, we want to do uh, from our own mind. Uh, we want to seek you, O Father, that you may help us to appreciate uh, what uh, we need to do uh, for the sake of the kingdom, even as uh, you uh, you told Jeremiah, call that he will call on you, and you show him even things that are hidden, things that he does not know and understand, and uh, uh, then he will be able to see exactly how to move forward. Lord God Almighty. I want to pray that even as uh, you have revealed to us the things that we need to do, O oh God, Lord, in the name of Jesus, you will help us to uh, plan appropriately, putting the right uh, steps in praise uh, so that uh, we will go in orderly fashion and achieve that uh, we should have uh, for us, O King of Glory. And that, Father, where there are evident obstacles, O King of Glory, Father, will take time to wait on you that you may help us even to overcome those obstacles, O King of Glory. And where we need uh, more resources, which is really the situation, uh, where we need uh, more knowledge, more skills, O King of Glory. May you help us to open ourselves, uh, even to learn from you, even to take time uh, to practice what we learn, that we may gain the skill and the wisdom that is required uh, to take us to where you want us to go. And so we pray in the name of Jesus Christ, uh, that Father, even as you have given us this good word about increase, it shall not just be uh, uh, empty words, increase, increase. But Father, there will be words accompanied by action that Father will be able to take uh, the power that you have uh, given us even through the Holy Spirit to be able to do mighty exploits for your name. And so we pray that you will help us that uh, indeed we shall see uh, the increase that you have promised this year. We give you thanks and we give you praise because we pray trusting and believing in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you.